deciding who wins the game on this call. Without further ado, the call on the field stands. Touchdown. After review, it has been determined that the receiver did not maintain. Quarterback's arm is going forward. That's the worst call in the history of all sports. Welcome to another bad call where the refs aren't the only ones who get it wrong. I'm your host, Justin West, and my sidekick here is a man who's never seen a ref make a call that he's agreed with, JD. What's going on, buddy? <laughs> Not much. How are we doing tonight? Uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. Just short turnaround, ready to go. Yeah, well, so we're uh, we're recording. This is a Tuesday night. I, we're, the plan this week is to bring to you loyal listeners a double dose. We're going to record tonight and discuss the uh, always fun Thanksgiving Day slate, and uh, and then we'll we'll record either Thursday or Friday and and talk about the main slate. But uh, this for this special edition, we'll go ahead and review our our results from this past weekend. Um, as I typically play my biggest volume in cash, uh, I will tell you that it was not the greatest week for me. Uh, I ended up uh, losing 25 out of 40 head-to-heads and missing the money just barely in the, the double-ups. But uh, I went with Eli Manning uh, in against Tampa, and in a game where the Giants scored 38 points, he only got 17. Pretty disappointing there. Um, but I did prioritize in my lineup this week Saquon Barkley, uh, Michael Thomas, and David Johnson. And Saquon went off. He did exactly what I th- uh, thought he would do. Uh, Michael Thomas and David Johnson, while they didn't kill my lineup, they didn't really uh, put me over top for the uh, premium that I spent to play them. Um, I I should have done what I've been preaching, and that is play any running back against the Falcons. And if I would have squeezed Barkley and Elliott into a lineup that would have gotten me on to uh, some lower mid-range wide receivers that, that went off a little bit more. But here nor there, um, we we learn and we, we move on. But uh, I'm excited for you to tell the listeners about your week because you had some pretty freaking awesome lineups out there. Yeah, uh, you know, I told you last week that I was I was getting really frustrated and uh, trying to stick with the process, and uh, I I decided to uh, again stick with the I'm gonna give as much money to the running backs in the uh, mega spots as we talked about last week, and uh, so I I played uh, my highest scoring lineup was. Um, I had Dak Prescott in, uh, Saquon Barkley goes off for 38, Ezekiel Elliott goes off for 36, uh, 
DJ Moore and Traquan Smith, who, uh, you know, they were in good spots, but uh, with their target share, you know, it was, it was questionable. So their price tags were nice and low and it's worth a shot and it paid off really good. DJ Moore coming in 31 points, Traquan at 34. Uh, I played Johnu Smith in my tight end spot. Uh, Alex Kamara in my flex, or Alex. <laughs> Alvin Kamara in my uh, uh, flex spot, uh, who was kind of disappointed for the price. Uh, only came in at 17 points, but uh, it was enough. And uh, I was all about the Texans' defense this week. And uh, that paid off for me too. So that lineup, that lineup gave me 205 points. Uh, it was good enough for 882nd place in the uh, three dollar play action. Uh, very nice, very nice. Yeah, the uh, I had myself a good week. Uh, you and I talked about this a little bit. That going into the game Sunday, uh, I had played what I had left in my account, and I was down to under a dollar. And when I finished the night last night, I had 111 and change. So uh, pretty decent decent week for me. Um, I won our tournament. I won a 14-man tournament. I won a 10-man tournament. And uh, that was Sunday through Monday. Uh, won my head-to-head. Did really well in that play action. Uh, yeah, just an overall... You know, one of those ones that gives you faith back in what you're doing. So uh, I'm excited to uh, come crashing back down to earth uh, these next two next two slates. But uh, hoping uh, Team Gut Check keeps me going strong. <laughs> well, that's that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, I those the Traquan Smith and Cortland or not and DJ Moore, those guys were popular like two weeks ago they were like everybody saying oh they're in perfect spots they're gonna go off and they didn't really do much and then uh you were smart enough to stay with them at the low price because you know there there was that uh, breakout potential and both of them going off at the same time was pretty sweet i i do kind of uh i question the uh, houston why you liked houston against washington so much because Alex Smith really had not been giving up much because he he throws the short dink and dunks and and stuff like that. Other than the fact that their offensive line has been banged up, I didn't really see that being. Yeah, so you actually, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. That was my whole, yeah, Alex Smith doesn't give the ball up a whole lot. Um but that offensive line has, I mean, what's left of it. And uh, you're going against, uh, what, Merciless, Clowney, Watt. Uh, and I honestly expected the Texans to, to put up a few more points than, you know, what happened. Um, I expected that game to go an entirely different way. Uh, it just worked out that the defense still, you know, gave me some points. Uh, you know, it could have gone could have gone way worse. Uh, hey, well, you know, like I said, this was one of those weeks where, when it didn't go perfectly, it still went pretty darn good. So, you know, I'm not gonna look a gift horse in the mouth, but gift horse in the mouth. That's what I was looking for. Uh, yeah, like I said, a team team gut check. You know, I just had a I had feelings about all the plays that I did, and um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I had some I had. A, 
I played two other lineups in that play action um, that did not score uh, very well at all. Actually, the two of them combined would only have outscored my best lineup by like 40 points. So uh, I had a lineup where I had uh, Mariota and Corey Davis, Deion Lewis. I did a Titan stack, and that, you know, those three players put up. 12 points yeah i think i think i'm done on the Dion lewis train he i had him in cash again and he uh, once again really came up uh disappointing so i'll be i'll be looking for some other value at, at running back going forward but um great let's uh let's go ahead and move on to this thanksgiving slate it's always a fun one uh especially when your team is uh is slated to go. Um, one of the unique things about uh, this year's three-game slate is they are all rematches. So um, I'm going to go ahead and let you jump in on the Chicago-Detroit game for a minute while I sip my coffee and bourbon cream. Oh, that sounds pretty good. That's tasty. Yeah, so uh, real quick, we'll just uh, run down a couple of the plays that uh, I am I was leaning towards. Uh, Going to have to do some shifting around just a little bit. Uh, I was actually really excited to get to play Adam Shaheen this week, but it looks like he's uh, in the concussion protocol and uh, not going to play. So uh, we're going to have to pivot off of that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know Detroit's been, uh, for a good portion of the year, given up a decent amount of points to running backs. Uh, but that seems to have changed with their acquisition of uh, Snacks Harrison. So I'm I'm going to go the other way. Uh, I'm going to try to actually stay away from running back in this game at all. Uh, if I did have to pick one, uh, I'm actually going to go with Jordan Howard. Uh, that is a personal feeling more than anything i i am not liking the way that Tariq cohen is running uh left right and backwards more than he's running forwards uh so just again an instinct thing i don't like what he's doing so if i'm gonna pay money at running back it's gonna be jordan howard uh theo riddick maybe uh it's just hard against this uh bears defense then uh receiver uh the big ones I'm looking at, I'm not even going to say a big one because he's not that big. Uh, Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller's my guy. Um, I think uh, with Slay playing, he's going to be all over uh, Robinson or Gabriel. So I'm going to be leaning towards uh, Miller, who uh, seems to be getting more and more and more involved. Yeah, um, that's, that's definitely uh... – Two weeks ago when we talked about this matchup, uh, when they played in Chicago, I I had identified that stat where even with Darius Slay in, Detroit was just awful against number three wide receivers. Uh, that's when I had my good week when I played uh, Trubisky and a couple of different uh, variations of, of stacks uh, there. And Miller went off for 262 I think he's uh, possibly in line for a similar, um, similar type of opportunity to, to go off. 
Now, one thing we should talk about here is uh, there is some question on Trubisky's health. Um, it's kind of it's kind of uh, unclear at this point. The, the Bears played that Sunday night game, so it's a it's a quick turnaround for him coming to play the early game on Thursday, uh, and the. Uh, what do I want to say here? It's the information has been murky at best. They came in Monday morning. They said nothing about an injury, and then all of a sudden, Monday evening, uh, this the shoulder thing pops up. I've I've heard a couple of different things, uh, theories where Hubarkish thinks that he's not going to play, even though the Bears are saying it's likely he does. And, and Adam Schefter reported that as well. Uh, and then the organization right now is saying it looks good. So uh, that one's definitely something to keep an eye on. Chase Daniel, has uh, he's he knows the offense and everything, but uh, he hasn't been taking a whole lot of reps. So it would definitely be a downgrade. I know Vegas is kind of, looking at that as well because uh, what opened as a 46 point total has got to already moved back a point and a half we'll see we'll see if it stays uh keeps moving backward but um the, the bears right now are implied for 24 points uh, and you get you got to figure at least six of those are uh defensive implied points that 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 very well could be um the uh, the Bears' defense has been just really on a roll. Uh, interesting enough, obviously the Bears are coming off a high of winning that Sunday night game against Minnesota, but Detroit, after the Bears kind of smacked them around, they came back and uh, showed some grit there to beat Carolina last week. So um, one thing I, I was looking at here is uh, Matthew Stafford on – Thanksgiving games, he's he's played four of them. He's got an actual uh, plus plus minus of positive six point four five. Now it's kind of buoyed. He had in 2014 and 2015 when he had Calvin Johnson, he had pretty big games. The last couple of years, uh, actually the past two years, he played the Vikings, who've got a pretty tough defense, and uh, he he only had average outputs, but. Uh, I like Cohen in this game. Actually, last time the, these two teams played, Jordan Howard only had 4.2 DraftKings points. Uh, I hear what you were saying about Cohen, but I think that uh, they, they're going to look to use him a little bit more in that short passing game rather than handing him the ball off. Uh, try to get him moving forward a little bit uh, on, his, uh, on his touches. Yeah, and that, again, like I said, this is my my call on it is more of a a personal thing. It's not a smart money thing. The smart money and the logic and everything dictates that of the two Chicago backs that you're going to play Cohen because you're getting that full point PPR, and that's more likely of how they're going to use him, uh, especially if Trubisky plays it and he is having shoulder issues. Uh, he's going to be dumping off, I would suspect, a lot. Uh, you know, he doesn't have the biggest arm in the world as it is. He's not the most accurate guy in the world as it is. But if he's having issues with his shoulder, he's not going to be looking to be throwing bombs. Uh, 
I would imagine. So again, the, the Howard thing for me is more of a, are they going to try to just run it down his throat and limit how much Trubisky's throwing? Uh, but it is 100% possible. They do those little short dump offs, uh, you know, in place of, or as their run game, which at that point in time, uh, you know, Cohen's your play because, you know, you can figure on him getting five receptions and that's five points really easy. Um, Real quick, we talked about the Bears' defense. I, I found this interesting. They're not the most expensive defense on the slate. No. Uh, the, the Cowboys are actually, and I understand, yes, uh, Alex Smith, uh, you know, Godspeed to that guy. Hope he has a really quick recovery and everything goes good with that because that was one nasty break. Uh, always hate to see something like that. You know, but you got Colt McCoy in at QB. You know, we'll get to that a little bit different, but I I, I I still don't. I still don't. I'm kind of surprised that the Bears still aren't the number one defense on the slate. Well, well, while they do have the best turnover uh, differential in the NFL, and they they have been um, getting to the quarterback quite a bit, and, and Detroit also gives up quite a few stacks, uh, sacks. Sorry, um, it the Bears have given up quite a few points in the fourth quarters uh the past uh, i don't know five six games it's it's amazing they they create a lot of havoc create a lot of turnovers but at the same time the bears offense has turned about all over a little bit too so uh, or they've been scoring quickly which which means the d comes right back on the field so yeah not a lot of long sustained drives offenses have figured out that if you if you do the uh, no huddle or hurry up offense, that you know the defense gets tired out a little bit quicker. But it's just surprising, and nothing wrong with the Cowboys' deed. I mean, they're playing lights out right now. But two two players just kind of surprised me. As I say, two two other players we haven't talked about for this game uh, yet that um, I want to mention before we go ahead and move on is uh, a Trey Burton at tight end. He's uh, popping. Up in my model is the top tight end on the slate, where which doesn't have a whole lot of stars. Um, but uh, Trey Burton at four thousand certainly somebody you could uh, fit in to a lineup. And then um, Kenny Galladay, uh, the guy is a freak of nature. He's he had a really nice touchdown catch last week. For whatever reason. Detroit hasn't wanted to feature him, even though he's been winning just about every battle he goes into. But everybody else is gone or hurt, so they're forced now to go to Galladay. Uh, it's uh, he, he's I don't know if, if he's a must play, but he's certainly got some of the highest upside of anybody uh, uh, playing in, in these three games. Uh, yeah, I mean he's. You've got Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, and then it's Galladay. You know, at almost two thousand cheaper than uh, Thomas and Jones. The spot is tough. Yeah, I mean they call him Baby Tron for a reason. Uh, he's had, I think he's had a number of touchdowns called back by like penalties and stuff. He's just, you know, he's had one of those types of seasons. This is just a tough spot, and I don't know that I can play him for that much. All right. Well, it's it's you're gonna have to 
maybe look at how things fit together with only three games. There's going to be a lot of overlap uh, on ownership percentages. Um, yeah, this is almost like doing a a showdown, almost. Yeah. Well, good thing it's not a showdown because those things have been kicking <laughs> my butt lately. Well, as soon as as soon as DraftKings gives you your uh, assistant captain and water boy, and <laughs> you'll you'll have it. Sure, sure. Well, uh, let's go ahead and move along to the second game of the day, uh, the annual uh, Dallas Bowl. Here, um, the Cowboys are hosting the Redskins, and like I said, it's a rematch uh, divisional game, so. There is a little bit of history, though the players are a little different this time than last. Um, we still have Dak Prescott, who coming in at I believe fifty one hundred. He's he's pretty low priced, and um, he had twenty two point two points in their first meeting this year at Washington which uh, was one of his better games in the early um, part of the season. for Without Amari Cooper. Without Amari Cooper, yes. And at 5,100, if he gets you 2,200, that's, that's 4X, 4X value, which would be pretty nice. And it might help you to reach up and grab some of the, the studs in the, in the third game of the day. Um, but... I don't know. I don't know if he gives you the ceiling that you're looking for. Uh, um, but, yeah, like you mentioned, Amari Cooper is new to the team, and he's had a good um, good rapport there with Prescott so far. Interesting enough, uh, in the first matchup, Cole Beasley had 12.6 points, and Michael Gallup had 17.1 points. Uh, was, I think, maybe his best best game of the year um yeah he's uh he'll be in my lineups uh condolences to him he he just lost his brother uh, his brother committed suicide i believe um always hate to hear stories like that and like i said condolences out to his family uh but he had, he had the good game before and i think this is going to be one of those you know i hate to use the narrative but uh, you know a dedication game and when you get a, a talent like that on a big stage like this, um, you know, who's playing for a reason, I think it could be dangerous. Uh, and I want to root for him. So uh, he will be in uh, all of my lineups. Interesting. Um, other note is, you know, they Dallas really has been struggling to – lock in on a tight end, but the guy that they had um, been starting the past several weeks, uh, Swain is out for the season. And uh, so uh, the last time Swain missed a game this year, Dalton Schultz ended up uh, starting and getting the bulk of the action, but they haven't really been utilizing the tight end position too much. They also have Rico Gathers there, who I, I actually like. I saw a little bit of him in the preseason. But they just haven't been trying to get him the ball that much during the regular season. I don't know if it's a difficulty picking up this uh, vanilla offense that uh, 
<laughs> Dallas <laughs> runs or what. But, <laughs> um, and then on the other side of the ball, they're the Washington Redskins. They're, they're, they're in scramble mode right now. They lost their, their free agent quarterback that they went out and, and, and picked up. Um, they got Colt McCoy, who, uh, looking back, really has not had a whole lot of uh, actual play action in in the NFL. He's been a backup quarterback for a long time, but he hasn't played all that much, um, which leads me to believe that they may try to rely on the run quite a bit. I know Adrian Peterson's been getting a lot of touches this year. He's he's an older back. He's a lot of a lot of miles on those wheels. Uh, he might be starting to wear down because he really hasn't been popping all that great the last couple of games. Um, but um, against Dallas the first game, Capri Bibbs had a 15.6 points. Um, he had a touchdown and he had like five receptions. So without Chris Thompson, Bibbs might be a sneaky little play there. Um, the Washington receivers aren't real exciting. Uh, Maurice Harris, Jax Doxson. Uh, I guess I, I'm not really sure what to think of this Washington offense. Uh, I'd pretty much probably a, a big fade. You, you know, you want to play Jordan Reed. He's got all the talent in the world, but he just, he, he, he's finally healthy this year, but he's, he's not doing anything. So, um, <laughs> I'm kind of glad you brought that up because that's where I was going. Uh, Jordan Reed in his last four games, 12 targets, six targets, six targets, 11 targets. Uh, with uh, McCoy coming in this last game, uh, <laughs> uh, had his best game. Uh, seven catches, 71 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, I don't mind playing Jordan Reed this week. I actually... Uh, you know, I think DraftKings got him priced as a top tight end on the slate, and uh, you know it's hard to hard to argue with it. Um, I I don't think I'd be too far off from uh, throwing a dart at a, a McCoy Reed stack in um, a GPP Ooh. lineup. Certainly not a cash, probably not a tournament, but um, you know. Again, when you're doing GPPs, you know you're throwing darts. But uh, I think if you're going to play anybody on the Washington offense, it's got to be Jordan Reed. That's just uh, he's getting he's getting pepper with too many targets to not play him uh, at 4,700 at that kind of target shares. We talked about it a little bit last week. It's almost like playing a receiver at under 5K. So. Hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's something I have to look a little closer at over the next day. But I just he he hasn't really been doing a whole lot for me this year at all. So yeah, I mean it's just if you take the name out of it, and I said to you, hey, I've got this guy that in the last four weeks has gotten thirty five targets, and he's under five k. You know how intrigued would you be? How much would you want to play him? Yeah. It, you're you're right, but then um, when you tell me what he's done with those 35 targets, I'm going to say, eh, 
you know, you think somebody's going to get targeted that much. You know, it's it's amazing a guy gets targeted uh, 12 times in a game and he only returns 10.8 points in in, uh, in at the end of the October there against the Giants. It's, it's pretty pitiful. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, you know, and that's the question is what type of quality targets they were. And I'll be honest, I haven't spent a lot of time watching uh, Redskins football this year. So I, I couldn't tell you. But, uh, again, you know, we're talking about plays that uh, might be good out of each game. And uh, if I'm going to pick anybody on the Washington offense, that's where I'm going. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead then and uh, move, move on to the uh, nightcap. Uh, this is a game I might try to just completely – uh, stack in all of my lineups in into this game. I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna tr- certainly try to fit as much as possible uh, with uh, Atlanta hosting New Orleans. Should be a. It, it, it may not quite be uh, Kansas City, L.A., but uh, the the Saints have put up. Uh, they've already tied for the most 40 plus point games. And I don't think there's much going to stand in their way from Atlanta. So what do you, what do you think about this game? Yeah. Again, uh, third game on the slate. That's a, a repeat third game on slate. That's a divisional game. <clears throat> Excuse me. There, there's so many juicy plays in this. Uh, as you said, it's really tempting to see, all right, how much of this game can I fit into one lineup? I haven't tried it yet, but I don't think it's going to be super easy. Uh, I'm not even sure it's going to be possible to just pretty much fill out your your slate with this. Um, you want to play Michael Thomas. You want to. You want to play Julio Jones. The question is, is how do you get there? So... So this this game is interesting. It was the the first matchup was earlier in the season, uh, and it was before Mark Ingram was uh, back from his suspension. But for uh, both quarterbacks, <laughs> scored forty three DraftKings points in that game, which forty three DraftKings points in in any given week is typically going to be the top uh, quarterback on the week. And, and both both guys ended up with that. Um, and it, it's interesting how they got there because uh, Alvin Kamara, as we know, you know, do the math. Is Do you have a running back? Are you playing Atlanta? Start that running back in your lineups. You know, that's... That's the way it's been so far. Kamar had 37 points in in that game. Um, that was without Ingram, and uh, Michael Thomas he he did have uh, 25.9 against Atlanta. Um, on the other side, Atlanta um, Julio Jones only had 14.6 points in that game, uh, but that was that was the Calvin Ridley blow up game for 43.5. Now, Calvin Ridley really hasn't been doing a whole lot. He's not running. Um, he's not running as many routes as uh, Muhammad Sanu 
he, he really is the third receiver in that offense. So I wouldn't be expecting a repeat performance. Yeah, uh, and he's he's fighting an injury right now, I believe. Uh, I'm looking exactly what it is. He's got a something going on with his thigh, which is only a little important when you're trying to run. So uh, that ought to be interesting. You know, they know he's coming. The Saints' defense has gotten better, and when they're when they're at home, I mean, goodness gracious, like, this is just a team you don't want to face right now. Uh, they're fun to watch because uh, they they appear to be playing well on both sides of the ball right now. Uh, so I think <clears throat> Calvin Ridley's kind of a slow your roll type of player for me this week. Um, I I like Ingram in this spot. Uh, we all know what <clears throat> Kamara's or not Kamara, sorry, what Atlanta's been doing to uh, or for I guess receiving backs this year. Um, <clears throat> but you know he's going to be. He's going to be the chalk. You know, I actually wouldn't mind trying to get a stack where you've got Kamara and Ingram in one lineup. Yeah, I might consider playing them both in the same lineup in cash. I mean, that, that's yeah. going to be a huge floor the between the two of those guys. Um, I, you know, <laughs> if if you could in cash uh, swing together uh, um, Kamara, Ingram, and and. Uh, Elliot or something like that. That's that's going to be a pretty high floor from the running back position. I I haven't tried to do that just yet. I really haven't uh, been building any lineups yet. I might go ahead and try to throw something together here uh, while we're talking. But uh, uh, I I am right now. I am building the uh, Saints Masters Master Stack right now. Uh, Breeze Kamara Ingram with the Saints defense. Uh, and you're going to have to get creative. <laughs> Although, you know, it's it's really not that bad. Uh, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Uh, just for fun, I'll, I'll throw this out at everybody, um, what I'm looking at. Breeze, Kamara, Ingram, Gallup, Miller, Sanu, Reed, Zeke, Saints defense. And I've got money to play with. We got an extra nine hundred to play with, so I could uh, I could come up to uh, on one of my receivers. I could come up to Ridley if I wanted to, or I could play uh, Traquan. So it's it's doable. You know, it's just how much do you want to ride all on one game? Well, if you're going to ride one team, <laughs> one team, I guess at that point, uh, the Saints, I think they, they've got an implied point total of 36, which is the highest. It's higher than either of those teams the other night um, in that Monday night game uh, went into the game on its um, it's an insane point total. The uh, over under on this game is sitting currently at 59 and a half. It opened at 59. Um, I think the, <laughs> the the betting public is gonna probably pound the over in this game too. Uh, when you get uh, when you get 
games with point totals, you know, in the upper 50s, they they tend to even go over that total by quite a bit. So the Vegas usually can't set these lines high enough on um, on the shootout games yet. So um, yeah, the the new NFL it is uh, the way it is. This is what they want. So we're going to start seeing some more of these. Uh, just a real quick note on that lineup I built. Uh, if I don't play it and somebody does in a GPP, uh, because you heard it here, you uh, reach me at all my social media accounts. Uh, I will take Google Pay, Chase Quick Pay, whatever, for giving you the winning lineup. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to – what What do I want to put together? I'm throwing one together here just real quick, and – I'm going to call this um, – who, who does that leave me with? So I've, I've got Breeze, Kamara, Ingram, Traquan, Anthony Miller. I've got Zeke in the flex spot. i got Lions defense, Dalton Schultz. And that leaves me with 6,300 – so I can play Amari Cooper. Um, so, yeah, Breeze, Kamar Ingram, Traquan, Anthony Miller, Amari Cooper, Dalton Schultz, Zeke Elliott, Lions, D. I'm going to go ahead and throw this one in the $3 mini wishbone classic for Thursday. What do you think about playing uh, Josh Hill in your tight end spot for the Saints? I, I don't hate it. Um, maybe if I'm going to, which when I say maybe, when I build some multiple <laughs> lineups for, uh, it's something I've been enjoying doing, building like 10 to 15 lineups to throw in a dollar tournament. Um, he'll I'll have some allocation to him this week. Uh, now, uh, that's a, that really is just about, a showdown type lineup, but uh, I, I I like all the plays there. I'm uh, you know that that I don't hate any of these plays other than <laughs> maybe Dalton Schultz. But if I'm gonna play all of these Saints, I kind of want to have a little something in in a couple of the other games. Um, yeah, uh, <clears throat> we spent a lot of time just saying, hey, play every Saint you can possibly play right now. Uh, on the Atlanta side of the ball, uh, I don't hate playing Matt Ryan in this spot. Uh, he's he's having himself uh, pretty close to the same numbers that he had his MVP year, or, you know, his MVP run year. Um, Coleman, I'm not, I'm not in a big hurry to play. Uh, <clears throat> I think I may actually try to do uh, a little bit of the, you know, like maybe a uh, stack where you've a game stack where you've got Ryan, Julio, Ingram, Kamara, and see if we can't get that to work out. <clears throat> yeah, either that or or maybe uh, you know, obviously you're going to have to choose where you where you fade 
Um, so, like, you're not going to be able to get Thomas and Julio and Kamara into lineups. Um, but if if you want to maybe fade Kamara and and put Thomas and Julio in there, or um, that that that's kind of uh, you know. Thomas is kind of, they've been almost resting him in game a, you know, a little bit the last couple of games. He hasn't been completely going off. That one of the benefits of having Traquan Smith there, but um, it's, uh, there are some options. There, There's enough studs available in this slate that, that you do have to make, make some decisions. You can't put them all in there. Um, from from a cash standpoint, you know you're gonna want to get the running back floor, uh, and then and then the guys who are, who are gonna give you, you know, stable targets, and then uh, from your GPPs, you're gonna want to you're gonna want to play a little bit of variation there. Throw one or two guys that are a little off the wall that, that might look. Uh, otherwise, you know, you're not gonna be able to get get any leverage on the on the field so if 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 you're gonna fade a Kamara who's looking like he's probably gonna be 50% owned on this slate then um, it, it, you know even if he just has an average game uh, you're you're gonna be able to find a leg up on him uh, by using that salary somewhere else so yeah, uh, these are the type of weeks that I try to avoid the uh, multi-entry plays as much as possible. <clears throat> it's just because when you are talking about three games, uh, you know, there's not a ton of variation to have. So you are going to run into those guys that have put in every possible lineup they can put in. So I'll try to do like a, a three-entry max type of tournament. Just yeah, to give myself a little bit better odds. I mean, that's definitely a good strategy to have any week. You know, if you don't want to go against the guys with the seemingly unlimited bankrolls, uh, so um, I, I, I don't hate on that. Um, you got any uh, last thoughts on on this slate? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna give you a dart throw here and say. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, keep an eye out for Zach Zinner this week. I won't be surprised if he uh, gives you uh, six or seven points. Well, yeah, at a really low price range. Yeah, that that's probably true. He's going to be low low price. Um, they they are talking that they're going to use him now that Carryon Johnson is going to be missing a couple of weeks. Um, so. I'd hope that if you're going to try to play a guy like that as a little bit of a dart throw, I'd hope you're hoping for a bitter, little better than six or seven points because even if you're punting on guys and only getting six or seven points, it's not going to win you anything. Oh, yeah, not worth the point. I, I'm just saying, uh, you know, he, he has the potential to go off for more than that because he's been with the team before uh, and he is a pretty hard runner. Um, but it's just a tough spot. So, you know, I'm his ceiling, you know, is probably like 
12, you know, because he vultures two touchdowns or something. Cool. Yeah, I my uh, my little tidbit here would be um, to say, you know, obviously we, we want to play all the, the Saints and Falcons that we can, but make sure you do uh, filter in a couple of guys from some, some of these other games because uh, you, you're going to want to be able to get a maximum ceiling and, and you're not going to do that by only playing the one game. Um, you never, cause you just never know what's going to, what's going to happen. Yeah. It, the game is not going to be the chiefs Rams for Monday night where you could have, you know, you could have had a ceiling game out of everybody, but that's, except that's for, just not going to happen. Except for Todd Gurley. See that? And that's, that's, uh, that's what I'm saying. You're, you know, not everybody in the game is going to be able to have their best week. So, um, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Um, I know I, for one, am, uh, looking forward to, uh, getting a little look, see at the, uh, JD stash, um, paying off that bet from a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not as full as I had I had hoped. Uh, I I will tell you right now the uh, hashtag stash update. Uh, it is a full goatee as of this moment. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm have yet to decide whether it's just going to be the lip stash, or if it's going to you know run all the way down to the chin. Uh, that, that has not been decided yet. <laughs> Well, whatever it is, I'm sure it'll be glorious, and and I'll I will cherish uh, plastering that all over social media. So, um, that being said, um, let, why don't we go ahead and wrap this up? Uh, where can people find you on social media, JD? Yeah, uh, usual spots: JD West twenty two, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, stay tuned tomorrow on both my personal account and uh, the another bad call account. And I may throw up a, a, a picture with a vote of which, which stash style you want to go with. Uh, it will not be a picture of me or my uh, not fully grown yet, but uh, let you guys vote on what gets rocked to Thanksgiving. <laughs> Wonderful. And uh, I can be found on Twitter at Justin M West. On Instagram, JMW1977. You can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Another Bad Call. Email us, Another Bad Call at gmail.com. And visit the website, Another Bad Call.com. Uh, for JD, I'm Justin. Keep on listening so we can help you avoid making Another Bad Call. <laughs>